Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All of television history is contained in the box of delights. I've climbed up Nelson's column once before. These are small. And put it down in front of Backpush. I'm Julia Rayside. Join me and my guests as we dip into our favourite TV memories. You can't tell me what to do, you ain't my mother! I love when a plan comes together. Come and tell us what yours are too. We've all been told we can't discuss nominations. It's a bit of car air. Shut up with a novel on the top. I think I like you, Lovejoy. Find us on Twitter at Box Delights Pod and listen wherever you get your podcasts. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, I'm John Holmes. It's the The One Show Show, the podcast that runs up to TV's The One Show, even in the current climate, and licks it in an act of defiance. This is part two of this week's ep, so as ever, if you'd like to go back and listen to part one first in order for this to make any sense, then why not go ahead and do that now? Joining me this week from separate locations as we try to record this over an internet increasingly clogged up with home workers watching Netflix and Pornhub, Mark Haynes and Beth Granville. There was a strange moment when, with the no laughter thing, it was interesting because you're absolutely right. They showed a picture, a picture of a little film, didn't they, on Friday, of pensioners playing hungry, hungry hippos oh, yeah. in wheelchairs yeah. with makeshift baskets and Love balls this. that they've made. Hello to the residents of the Bryn Kaelin Care Home in My Stick. Didn't want to, didn't want to ruin it in my accent. It's, it's in Wales. Uh, they have invented the best version of hungry hippos we have ever seen. Look this at this is man. Superb. Isn't How it? good is that? I mean, you just want to join in. That's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I mean, we all loved it. So, as a Welsh person, um, I know I'm not talking Welsh like Alex Jones was this week on the podcast, on the <laughs> one show. But as a Welsh person, I'm so sick of seeing just stere- lazy stereotypes and stupid people. And whenever they have Welsh people on telly, I'm like, oh, God, you're just making us all look awful. And not to be- <laughs> not on the one show this week. I thought, that yeah. is fucking superb. That looks... And, like, you know, normally when they say, when you know, there's footage of people in a nursing home or whatever, and they go, oh, that looks like great fun. And it feels really patronising. Because you think, yeah, you fuckers, yeah. it's coming to you as well. It's coming to everyone. Don't, like, be patronising to old people. I thought, no, genuinely, they've smashed that in my steg. Like, that looks <laughs> so fun, that game of Hungry Hippos. 
That well, hungry hippos with all the old deers in the wheelchairs. It, it did great. Alex, inspired. Alex, Alex just shouted out, I mean, you just want to join in. No, Alex. No, that's <laughs> the one thing you're not allowed to do. You'll kill them. Stay out of that. Why aren't you learning from your own flagship shows with us? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, oh, man. But when there was no laughter, so there was sort of, that was a, you know, a great bit. You're right. She was shouting that. And then Chris Ramsey sort of, I can't remember what he did, some joke or other. And nobody, mm. nobody, he laughed at it and he delivered it like there would be a studio audience but there wasn't and it's like yeah. died it died on its ass. yeah <laughs> I, I, on, on behalf of husbands everywhere come on mate lower the bar a bit that's a little bit much <laughs> uh, and i thought then of course that's why it feels different there's no studio audience and, and a limited number of cameramen they're not doing that laughing thing however then they described um the guests were the bloke who's who's that chef matt Tud, Matt. His name's Matt, Matt Tebbett. Why the fuck is everybody called Matt or Chris? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know who anyone or is. Like, why, like, is that the remit to be on the show? And as you're called Matt or Chris, you're fucked. You just can't go as a guest on it. It's a strange, it's a strange kind of diversity that they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've already had three Matts on this week. It's got to be a Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but then they, they described I don't know Anton de Beck was then this Matt guy and then he said to someone oh he's a, he's a dish of a man they cut to them standing two metres apart before they came <laughs> yeah. to sit on the sofas uh, and then one of them said to the other one I think Anton said to Matt oh apparently you're a dish of a man and that from somewhere got a massive laugh and I'm thinking yeah. oh it's Dish. it's not the lack of audience it's that Chris Ramsey's a bit shit yes <laughs> I noticed that that got a laugh because I thought alright oh okay and the other is a dish of a man making delicious dishes quite tricky to say that nice uh, from Saturday Kitchen it's Matt Tebbett uh, thanks both for being here yeah, we'll see you in a bit. See you in a bit. Dish of a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Behave. <laughs> and immediately after that, Giles Brandreth came out. And again, yes. he said something that wasn't particularly... didn't quite make sense. And the crew pissed themselves. I am, of course, quite used to this because I'm accustomed to... Uh, talking when no-one's listening. That's been happening to me for the past... <laughs> They're yeah, like, oh. no. Fucking great. Giles is how to do it, Ramsey. Look and learn, look and learn. Credit to credit to Brandreth as well. What a pro. So he, he does it from his house. He set up his computer. He's only gone and stuck his old one-show cue cards onto the back wall, onto an arch, so it looks yeah. like he's got branding in his house. A pro. To be honest, now, to, to point this out to podcast listeners, we are looking at each other on Zoom Right, mm. which has suddenly become the buzzword for the world now. Uh, we're looking at each other on Zoom, recording this, uh, and I wish, and all that's behind me is a plain door, and I wish I'd stuck some branding on it. Oh, I, yeah. I'm going to do that. Likewise. If I open this door, right, I'm going to open this door. So, so let me. T- it's a very short story, but this, the space I'm in, right, mm-hmm. um, was the end of a bigger room at one point, which was quite a nice sized home office, like the one I'm looking at your in, Mark. There, you uh-huh. posh person. Right, <laughs> yeah. and what happened was then. Children came along, so um, nine tenths of this, okay, of the room is is now t- basically toys, right? And I'm relegated to this. We had a false wall put in, right? Uh, and, and I've created a cupboard. So if I open this door, you will see behind me, right? Look, right? That in there, right? That's just look toys. Toys, guinea pigs, and shit. That's what's in there. Look at that. Virtual schooling. What you do in there? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, and I love the way you have to come and to pay for all of that, they put you in a tiny little hole where you yes, can slave away, I forgotten know. about at the end of the house. Magic. <laughs> Right, I uh, can see into, into Beth's house, and you can see that her her kitchen door is open, and the sun is coming through, and it looks like yeah. her kitchen is heaven. I mean, it, it isn't. I think we've got a moth infestation. If that makes you feel any better, but you know, I've got, I've got months to get rid of them, so it's fine. Beth, did you enjoy the uh, the mothers and daughters? Oh my god. That was I. I hated that. I thought they, they had some cracking stuff with Welsh people, with the husband giving his wife a blow dry, and the women and the men doing hungry. I wonder eight. where that was going. So did I. No, that's the one show will go that way though. If we're all stuck, Italians gave people free. Every time hugs. they said it that's on the one show, on. though, they said husband giving a wife a blow dry, or that. I know. Every time they said it, my mind went there. Of Everyone course it did. did. Of course it did. Now, as Antoinette was unable to get to the hairdressers her lovely husband Colin has taught himself how to do a blow dry as a 50th anniversary gift isn't that lovely <sighs> sorry actually just really yeah. quickly it's just reminded me of when Alex Jones said to Chris Addison she went um thank you for having me and she went oh no and he was <laughs> like oh no thank you for having me and I thought he's been talking about his new show and she's definitely spent the whole time thinking about fucking him. That's absolutely what was happening in her head. She does. She knows nothing about his new show. Oh, Chris, brilliant! Thanks for having me. Oh. Uh, for, thanks for having me. You're, you're welcome. Much. You're welcome. And next, thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, uh, she did fuck that right up, didn't she? Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, yeah, the mothers and daughters. Well, yeah, yeah. That was uh, after I'd sort of. Done, had this whole thing of you know oh yeah the one show is so great it's just given me all this information about self-isolation <laughs> I've got to stop slagging it off that brought me back I thought no this is horrific who are those people why does any Bizarre. Like, god love them I'm sure they're lovely people but why on earth is stuff like that on primetime television people oh my mum is yeah. cracking she's well, I, I don't even know. I zoned out because it's just people talking about their relationships with their mums. And I'm like, well, if your mum isn't around, that's probably going to make you feel shit. If you've got a nice relationship with your mum, great. You don't need to know about their nice relationship. It's like they've just gone into Asda and gone, right, is there any mums and daughters in here now that want to come <laughs> yeah. come on the show and talk into an iPad or a laptop about how annoying or brilliant they can be at certain times? Don't give a fuck. Right, loves. Couldn't have given right, less right, my a love, fuck. My love, if you, if you do have a bit of a problem with your mum, we're probably not going to be using you. What we really want <laughs> is someone who can say yeah. the following lines. Uh, we're very good friends. And the other one will say, that's true. Or, for example, your mum will say, Kath is full of fun. And then Kath will say, oh, that's lovely, mum. Yeah, I hated it. I hated <laughs> every minute of that. We go on holidays together. We spend nine out of ten weekends together. We're very, very good friends as well. That's true. <laughs> Calf come into a room, she light up the room. Full of uh, fun. Oh, that's lovely, Mum. Me and my mum are, are very close. Um, but if somebody asked me to go on the one show and talk about that, I'd be like, absolutely not. What are your insane mm. reasons for asking me in the first place? <laughs> yeah, entirely. I liked that one of the daughters was dressed like she was doing her own spin-off of The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> she had this like, <laughs> futuristic snood outfit yes, on. That was, I've never seen anything like it in my life. And she'd obviously thought, do you know what? I've, I've got this, this outfit that's never really worked, but if I put it together with another outfit that's never really worked, it will be my tv outfit i'll look like and the jetsons looked, 
Yeah. It was sensational. Again, if, if RuPaul was in that, I'd be like, that is a great yes. outfit. And it was just this lady wearing something. I was like, wow, that is a lot going on. But yeah, that was, I'm glad you noticed Could- that. That was fucking mental, that outfit. <laughs> Can we talk about the, the call out to viewers that I thought was potentially very, very dangerous this week? Go on. Um, mm. The Red Arrows have invented a new manoeuvre. Right mm. for their summer shows that they can no longer perform in front of people because right. even in a red arrow you have to be quite a distance from people. Also on the show tonight, uh, look what has landed on our piazza. Now, Matt, you probably can't see this. It's a red arrow's mm. hawk. You'd absolutely love it. And uh, later we'll be talking to squadron leader Martin Pert and Flight Lieutenant John Bond, also known as Pertie and Bondy. They're the pilots behind a brand new manoeuvre which they've recently revealed exclusively on The One Show. A pilot from the Red Arrows came up with an idea for a manoeuvre, apparently on his sun lounger, and then he got in touch with the rest of the Red Arrows and said, let's try this out. So they they have tried it out, but they got the one show to have the exclusive on filming it. Now, I, I've seen the Red Arrows a couple of times, right? and it, the manoeuvre that they'd worked out looked like every other manoeuvre I've ever seen them do. So <laughs> okay. I couldn't quite work out what the difference was. And it was, you know, they were flying at each other and then they missed each other, which is pretty much what the Red Arrows yeah. do all the time. But they then asked if the one show viewers would like to name the manoeuvre. Yeah, they did. And they're also asking uh, you wonderful viewers for help as well because they want you to name their brand new manoeuvre. Um, now, to help you out, of course, you've got to see this manoeuvre. So Helen Fospero was at RAF Scampton in Lincolnshire. <laughs> OK. Oh, my now, God. I sent in... Um, I just <laughs> went through the Karma Sutra. Right? So... So I sent in reverse cowgirl first, uh, and then I think I went open lotus, um, which, which neither of which seemed to get. But what I'm thinking is there's a missed opportunity here, right? Because if you're the Red Arrows, I once saw them do a heart in the sky, right? Mm. They flew up, over, and just did a red heart with the red smoke. Tra- Why haven't they done a massive cock and balls? Yeah, that is, that's the question right? we're all asking. A massive cock and balls, because you can easily fly in that shape. And then another one, when they finish the shape that's hanging in the sky, flies up the shaft of the cock. Right? <laughs> but only when, he gets to the, only when he gets to the tip does he flume the white smoke on. So it's coming out of the Amazing. top. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure the logistics of how it's done is the thing that's stopping them doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Jack Beaumont. I do Crime Club. In Series 1, I spoke to people like this. Did you not kick a policeman in the head? Yeah, that was... When was that? I was 17. Wait, was I 17 or 19? I think I might have been 19, actually. In Series 2, I talked to people like this. There was a paedophile with one leg. I kicked him clean out his wheelchair. About four of us... I mean, we battered him. And this. Cheated on your boyfriend and give him gonorrhea? Do you want to go there? Would you rather not? Yeah, no, no, no. I could talk about it. I have jingles like this. That's Crime Club, where strange people tell stories involving bad behaviour. New episodes out every Monday. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. 
Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Did you uh, notice the shout out right at the end of Friday's show to a, a very special birthday girl, John? I, d- uh, no, I don't think, I, think I genuinely, once Matt Tebbett came on, I had zoned out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he, they they also didn't. They did a really weird thing with him, which is they were like, "He's on Saturday Kitchen tomorrow. We're going to get Anton to do a dance. He's going to try and do that on his show tomorrow." They didn't have any questions for him, so whether or not they just didn't have a guest, and they were just like, "Can you come in?" And he was the only person who oh, happened yeah, to be course, there that, and was willing to that do was it. it. Yes, because they were saying yes, to him, absolutely. they were asking him questions like, "Is it possible to reheat rice?" Yeah, can you reheat rice? I mean, that's not... Oh, my God, not, They didn't ask him anything about his show. They were just saying, so is it, how long can you leave uh, raw meat in the freezer? And he was going, oh, it's about a year, I don't know. Um, how long can you freeze food for? Because everybody's filling the freezer. The general advice is uh, cook food is kind of three to four months and you can keep raw chickens and steaks and things like that for, uh, well, up to a year and hopefully... That's not going to be necessary. Okay. Wow. It's just really odd. <laughs> <laughs> if you kept someone out right for non-essential <laughs> groceries, how, how would you kill yes. them and drag them back into your house and preserve them in your fridge for 12 weeks? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he mentioned as well, he was like, I mean, you know, go through your cupboards. This is the time. He said, I've got loads of beans. I've got loads of pulses. I've got loads of beans and pulses and things like that. And I thought, oh, these celebrities coming out with their unrelatable stories, yeah. boasting <laughs> About their beans and their pulses. Well, I wouldn't do for some beans and pulses, Matt Tabber. But right, the old people of this nation don't even have pulses anymore. Well, weirdly, that's what that—that's what they reffed at the end. Really old people. So they were like, "And a happy birthday!" And there was a listener who was a hundred or a viewer. She probably is a listener because the eyes probably don't work anymore. (laughs) She she was a hundred. And they then said, and it's Dame Vera Lynn's 103rd oh, birthday. Yes, of course. I did hear that. Uh, we <laughs> want to wish Dame Vera Lynn a very happy 103rd. And a lovely viewer called Reenie. She's 100 today. Hello, Reenie, if you're watching. Have you told I'm your not Dame Vera Lynn story on, on, on the podcast? I'm not telling that on here. I'm absolutely no, not telling I couldn't remember here. if you had told it or not. Do you know no what we've got way. here, Beth? What we've got here, Beth, is a story so awful that even John Holmes <laughs> won't tell it. Oh my god. They said it I would will, never happen. I I will tell you, Beth, but I will tell you uh when all this is over and we can go to the pub. That's when I will tell oh, you. Oh, that's something. I am to not telling that story. To. 
on here or indeed anywhere. Do you know, that is actually, that, that is a great idea. I was thinking about this the other day and that, that first day when they go, all the things are lifted, the pubs are back open, everyone is fine, we can all go, you know, and just, just be normal again and what a relief it will be. Yeah. And I was thinking, there is something in this that I think this could be bigger than like, like Millennium fucking Eve, that you set this up and you just go, we are going to have the greatest night in British history yeah. when this is over. You're right. You're right. And I think yeah. part of that, John, is it should involve you standing on a table and <laughs> on closed circuit television telling your Dame Vera Lynn story. It'd be amazing. <laughs> and plus, if it goes on a while, there's every chance that she won't be here to sue you, right? She's 103. <laughs> this could last another year. I could. I might do it like Brexit night. I might do it in Trafalgar Square on the back of a lorry. Big screens. But I might shin up the column and stand next to Nelson and just declare it to the nation as the red arrows draw a massive cock in the sky behind me. <laughs> ben, this, is, this is one of the great stories of all time. It will offend both people who are leavers and... And remainers, it will, it will, it would offend wait. the coronavirus. It will, it will unite the nation Amazing. in its condemnation Can I tell of my, my story. Um, I'll tell my Roy Walker when as warm up before you come on. <laughs> oh, oh fine, brilliant. <laughs> and Mark, I know you're not short of a few uh, absolutely private conversation only anecdotes, so you know you could share the. Stage. I once had a night out with Michael Barrymore. Did yes, you? yes, you did. It was fucking awful. So, <laughs> <laughs> but still not as bad as what my story has. To no, be no, it might be. It might be the worst story I've ever heard in any any uh, line of <laughs> either fiction or non-fiction. Uh, do we have any other business? Any other business we'd like to share about this brave new world where the one show is a source of information, like one of those films from the war? Matt Allwright's got a mate who runs a t-shirt shop. (laughs) (laughs) That came up. Now, I've got a friend who runs a t-shirt shop. I I don't think I saw that bit. Would you like to enlighten us as to what that... Yeah, they were talking about um, businesses and the measures that were needed to keep them in business. And Matt Allwright said, yeah, you see, I've got a friend who owns a t-shirt shop. And, you know, he's very worried. Um, I was thinking, well... (laughs) strange sort of i'm surprised that yeah if you if you know people who run shops that's sort of one thing if you don't know people who, who run shops that's fine but to know one person who runs a shop and it's a t-shirt shop i just thought was a bit strange a, a bit odd is all a bit odd what is a t-shirt shop yeah yeah, yeah. is it a clothes shop or specifically a t, t- what what? I mean, F- Philip Green wouldn't say he runs a T-shirt shop. He'd say, I run a, a clothes shop. Um, yeah. All the people have been fired from the clothes shop, not fired from the T-shirt <laughs> shop. Yeah. I've stolen yeah. the pension. I mean, of they the might still be running it. I'm shop. on my private island paying no tax, so I wouldn't know what's going on in my shop. Yeah. But yeah. Apparently, apparently, that's something I vaguely do. But it, but it is a clothes shop, not a T-shirt shop. That's the one thing I do know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any other business, Beth? Oh, what's what's his name? The guy who sings the owl and the pussycat while he's washing his hands. I love learning poems, as you know, and I'm trying to master a whole lot of 20 second poems, poems that are no longer than that. So that while I'm washing my hands, I'm repeating the owl and the pussycat went to sea in a beautiful pea green boat. The first verse takes exactly 20 seconds. So I'm trying to do things that are useful. And he was very well rehearsed. It felt like he'd really practised what he was going to say when he went on. And I, I for one, was quite grateful of that. Um, (laughs) Because they're normally just riffing and just chatting shit. And you're like... 
what is happening? Um, and he had a bit yeah. of You're absolutely going right. On. Like, he came on, he was like, well, I'm going on the one show, I know what I'm going to say. And, you know, did his owl and the pussycats, and he's doing, like, poems. And, um, yeah, and I just thought it was funny about his lifelong ambitions being to learn Swedish and build the Eiffel Tower out of matchsticks. So I'm trying to do things that are useful, and I'm going to fulfil all sorts of lifelong ambitions Build the Eiffel Tower out of matchsticks, learn Swedish, read the Oxford English Dictionary, all the things I've long wanted to do. That's what I'm going to do. And then I just thought, like, what what am I? And I, I, I don't know. I just genuinely, like, I, I haven't... Um, I know we're talking about the one show and not the apocalypse, but I haven't got there yet. You know, loads of people are going... Oh, you know, I'm stuck indoors. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to write that script and I'm going to... I'm still just sat here eating loads of chocolate going, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, I people going, oh, yeah, guys, if it helps, like, at nine o'clock I do yoga and then at ten o'clock I do some work and then I have some lunch. And I'm like, fuck off. Just, I just, I can't even deal with this yet. So I thought at the, at the point when I've got my head round, whatever's going on... <laughs> um, what will what what are my lifelong ambitions that I maybe could do? I don't know. Joe Wicks was also on this week. Joe, you know the 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 PE teacher, Joe Wicks. Yeah, he's and, so um, fit. I was uh, he's, didn't make he's me watch doing that one. He, <laughs> he's doing he's doing at nine o'clock every morning. Have you seen this? This is what he's on to promote. He's doing PE for the nation. Right. And I did it this morning with my kids. Okay, so <laughs> nine o'clock. You go onto his YouTube channel, and he does a thirty-minute workout. Okay. Uh, for 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 the nation, uh, and uh, it's it's great. It's actually quite. I mean, he's really irritating, but he yeah. takes that part. Yeah. Leave that bit aside, uh, especially when he's sort of out of breath doing his running on the spot, trying to do shout outs to people who are watching on YouTube who live in Ohio. It's quite the act. But I thought that's, you know, that's he's stepped up to the plate. He's sort of gone, OK, nation, look, let's see what we can do to keep you fit. Now you can't yeah, go outside into nice. the gym or anything. Yeah. So. It's almost like, you know, there's a captive audience and people are just putting up any old shit in a desperate attempt to get download and then ad <laughs> revenue. Almost yeah. like that. Should we, do, you, should, should we do, should we actually do this daily about. from now on? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll do, like, a live director's commentary as it's on. We'll just keep pausing it. Oh, that's... Do you know, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah so we do it live as the programme's on. I mean, we'd just be sitting there in open mouth silence for the whole half an hour, though, because you've got yeah. to watch it and then collect your thoughts later. Yeah, yeah, oh, can I just... Sorry, one last thing I wanted to talk about just really quickly before, because it is, it is important, actually, this... Um, Anton Dubeck was talking about his new book, and the lead character in Anton Dubeck's romance novel... Is is called Raymond de Guise. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> and, it, and it's loosely based on Anton Dubeck, yes. Raymond <laughs> de Guise. Magic. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. And there we must bring proceedings to a close. Now wash your hands. And while you're doing that, why not recite the excellent review that you are now going to give this on Apple Podcasts over and over and over again until your hands are raw. But while you're remembering to do that, also remember this and remember it well. When you look at the television to look at the one show, the one show from two metres away also looks back into you. Goodbye. Great Big Owl.com 
name's Pete Allison. And I'm Dave Cribb, and we do a podcast called Friends with Friends. Each week we invite a guest on, ask them to pick their favourite episode of Friends, and then we talk about it in far too much detail. Basically, if you like the show Friends, and you like it when people take things far too seriously, then you might well like this podcast. Search Great Big Owl on your podcast app of choice, and you'll find Friends with Friends right there. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.